0: we
1: that worked at uh, the community college he didn't have a phd he didn't have a master's um uh, that's one of my pet peeves like people think as soon as you get a phd you're a professor i'm like no that's a job title that's like being dean or something um you know and uh, he didn't have a phd didn't have a master's he was teaching like a 100 level like literature class and he had these kids calling him professor uh will his name was uh david will and they had him call him, like, Professor Will. And he was, like, having him read all this shit. And, like, I looked at the syllabus and I was like, dude, I'm not even a fucking literary major. But this is bonkers. Like, these kids need to learn how to, like, sentence structure, you know, introduction, body, conclusion. You know, they need this stuff. You, you They don't need to read the fucking, uh, you know, Tale of Two Cities to figure that shit out. Like, you know, dial it back a bit. And he's like, well, in my literature classes, blah, 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 blah. Fuck off. He's pedophile. He went to jail. So, fuck him.
0: Oh, that guy. I yeah. know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Fuck a bunch yeah, of that Yeah,
1: guy. yeah, yeah. But, uh, all right. Are we ready to go?
0: I mean, raising my, you know, after my extensive preparation I've had all day, yeah. Yeah, I'm as ready
1: as we're going to be, I think. I, uh... We're we're, we're going to wing it a little bit more than usual this week. So if that tells you, what, anything. what does more than
0: usual mean?
1: Uh, God knows, God only knows. We'll find out. We? I mean that
0: can't it can't be looser than that because I've got pants on.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm wearing pants. Uh, I got yeah, holes so... in my socks. If that helps out or anything, but oh, uh, God, that's all my socks. Yeah. I can't even. Yeah. All right, everybody. I guess welcome back to the Woods Cast. Uh, I am Justin, the older half of the uh, Woods Duo. With me, per the usual, is my brother Shay. What's going on, Shay? Man,
0: I got like two or three pairs of my vans wet and didn't dry them properly so now all of my shoes smell like death
1: well um i don't have that problem because here it is two degrees and there is no
0: moisture yeah (laughs) there's no
1: liquid yeah and nothing gets fucking wet at all there's just rock salt goddamn everywhere but um it's like living at the beach except instead of like a little (coughs) bit of sand here and there there's just big chunks of rock salt all over your house but um uh, I can relate because like when your sandals get really fucked up, like that's a horrible smell. Yeah.
0: That's and I crazy. don't care what anybody says. There's one, once that smell is firmly set in, there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah, you can mitigate it and you oh, can yeah. make it a little less potent with like various methods, but you eventually want, you get your, all right, time to throw out your sandals.
1: Right. I, I have, I have found since we're, we're totally, you know, this is, this is the podcast that we totally pay attention to this outline I have here. But, uh, I have found that when you take your sandals to the beach and let them sit out in the sun like all day, oh yeah, it, it like nukes it, but it'll smell just like shit the second you get them wet again. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: now I, I does it does the material matters too. So I uh, I still have Burks and wear those a lot, but uh, I also have Chacos, which are a rubber sole, and the rubber sole doesn't soak stuff up as much, so you can actually scrub that bitch and get that smell uh-huh. out pretty well. But it's still funky.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, All fact. right,
0: well, guys, that was a great show. Yeah, Thanks true. for hanging in
1: there with us. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, fun fact: um, uh, I, I, Mom, like, Mom bought me a pair of Birkenstocks, and I, I went to buy a new pair. And like, I, this lady was like, "Well, what would you like us to replace?" I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, they will basically destroy your Birkenstocks. They'll put new cork in them. They'll put new uh, bottoms in them. They'll put new straps on them. Like, if you just show up with a buckle, they'll build a, a shoe around the buckle. Like, here you go. It's fucking weird. Um, but anyway, this is not a podcast about Shay and our stinky feet. In general, this is a podcast about not paying attention to the news and pointing out things that we think are dicks. Um, and the outline usually doesn't matter. So let's uh, plow ahead. Okay, today this uh, we are recording this on what the fuck is today? Ah, sorry, January twentieth, Martin Luther King Day. Happy Martin Luther King Day, Shay. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of you people on the facey spaces and the mob books are going to be sharing quotes you never read before uh, from Martin Luther King Jr. So uh, good job with that. And uh, Monday, um, and it's actually Shay. It's when Trump was elected, January twenty three oh. years ago. We we're exactly three years out. So uh, the numbers for the day, Shay was just, she's, uh, sipping on White Russian, I believe. Mm-hmm. So alcohol inventory. I, I got a nice beer here. Uh, I, I debated doing White Russians with you. But I don't think I could keep this shit together. I don't think I could sail the ship if I was just pounding White Russians this entire time. Yeah,
0: it's uh, the you know I'm to the point now where I just kind of want to go to the bar and I order one. I just chase that shit with all just a rail Lipitor right there on the bar, just oh. right up the nose, man. There's so you no. Know, then they uh, the bar I always go to the bartender every time I order one because I'll come in there and I'm stoned and I'm like, all right, I want something kind of sweet. So I always start with White Russian, usually just end with beer or whiskey, but I start with that. And he's like, you know, every time you order those, there's always some other asshole that comes in and sits down. And he wants to make one. And then I got to go to the back and get cream because we don't keep the cream up here because you're the only person that really orders these. And then, like, I'll order one. And 10 minutes later, someone will sit down next to me and go, yeah, white rush? And I haven't had one of those in a while. How about oh, yeah. It. And by, within an hour, there's like four dudes there drinking these. And and poor Jason is just like, God damn it. And he motherfucking mumbling to himself. As he goes oh, yeah, to the back to yeah. get more cream. Oh,
1: yeah. I totally <laughs> see that. Every now and then, when Rachel, tip your bartenders, boys, because he's pissed. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, every now and then, Rachel will do the same thing. She comes, she's like, "I feel like a White Russian." I'm like, "I do too. That does sound good." Oh, and so then good. Uh, next thing you know, I'm trying to make a macaroni and cheese the next day, and we don't have any goddamn milk. I'm like, "Fuck." Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: the thing is, is it's like I have my I love dairy, and I drink a lot of milk anyway, so it's basically just the
1: best thing ever, as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so she's drinking White Russian. I'm drinking some beers. Uh, we are in the one thousand nine. Uh, I'm sorry, one thousand ninety fifth day of the Trump uh, administration. Exactly three years. He was inaugurated January twentieth, uh, two thousand seventeen, and the uh, angels wept. Yeah, everybody wept. Funny fun fact Jay, Uh Just today, uh, Washington Post came out with a, a little story about um, how many uh, lies and misleading, misleading statements Trump has said in those uh, mm-hmm. 1095 days. Sixteen thousand mm-hmm. two hundred and forty one. That's almost fifteen a day. Now, I make up a lot of bullshit. I don't think I tell 15 blatant lies a day. So that's that's, that's pretty good. Those are good numbers. I mean, Uh, you got to do what you love. Yep. Okay, so 587 days since Donald Trump solved this whole North Korea thing. We've got no more lovely letters from them. Uh, Trump has been impeached for uh, 33 days now. Uh, 288 days till the election, and it has been 3,114 days since George R. R. Martin's fat ass wrote a book, so, uh, fuck you, I'm gonna read the Dune series instead, never read Frank Herbert's Dune, gonna do that. Um, what is your basis for that? Is it
0: from the release day of the last book? Yeah. Okay, just curious.
1: Yeah, uh, Dance of, uh, a Dance of Dragons was released, uh, so shit, July 12th, 2011.
0: So... I've taken a stab at the first book in the you, series a couple seen, of times.
1: Before you hold on, before you say it, we'll get back, to it. have you seen the the meme people throw on Facebook? It's like uh, um, Stephen King sat down and just uh, knocked out the next uh, mm-hmm. uh, Game of Thrones book over the weekend just for shits and gigs. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah back when he one. was doing
1: cocaine; he was just tearing them out.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just funny too because then like the quote, "There's a quote." It's like Tabitha King said, "It's pretty all right for a weekend's work." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, you taking a stab at the first Well, uh, dude dude is dune. I've taken a stab at that a couple of times, but honestly not since I was probably 17. It is it is thick and it is it is long. It's good, but it's it, there's a lot there. It's very
1: uh yeah. in the weeds, as it were. What's well, that, that like uh Henry Zerbowski from uh last podcast on the left. Like he's basically going to I think he's going to try to build a religion around it. Yep. Uh kind of mix satanism with whatever duneism is. Um, um, there's, uh, at
0: one point yeah I for, I forget how far, I think I may have just read the first book. I don't remember. It's been a long time.
1: There's, I think there's five or six that he wrote. Yeah. And then you get into that bullshit where like his kid or his nephew wrote the the rest of them. And if yeah. you, if you go to any web uh, like webpage or, you know, fan site, like the, the general premise is like, yeah, you read the original tr- trilogy and you act like those ones didn't happen or the, you know, the original six books or whatever it is. Um, I mean, I think, I think, uh, I tried, um, similar thing happened with, um, fuck, 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 uh, Wheel of Time, where there's 13 books in all, and those are, each one of them's 1,200 pages, 1,300 pages, it's insane. Now, and you watch what
0: you say about Brandon Sanderson. That's the uh, guy that finished
1: it. Right, right. But, like, he died, and but apparently he had, like, some big come-to-Jesus moment with his family where he laid out what he would be the next book or two. I forget how many the other guys did. Yeah. Died. Yeah. So, like, that happens, and, I mean, I don't know, whatever. I don't know. I, I, I've i tried, like, three times to get through the, the Wheel of Time series, and it's just uh, such a slog.
0: Uh, yeah, it's never it never really grabbed me. Uh, it's uh, not bad. It's just one of those things, like, just for whatever reason, it didn't grab me. It's not like, so, like, Brandon Sanderson, ironically, the guy that finished Wheel of Time, he's got a ton of great books, and uh, I'm working on the Way but, of Kings right now.
1: That's that 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 kind of Might and Magic series you're talking about, right? Yeah. Like, uh, like they got magic. No, cause... it's not based in my magic. I oh, mean, no, it's, I mean, it's like, a... I mean, it's like it's a, a fantasy series you're telling me, mm-hmm. right? Like the, yeah, it's um, a high it's... fantasy. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's cool. I always uh, when people ask me what, like why I couldn't get through the um, Wheel of Time books, I always tell them because I I relate it to a um, Power Rangers episode because in every fucking episode of Power Rangers you have the you have the monster, you have the Power Rangers, then the monster gets big, and then the Megazord comes and then it kills it. Well, next episode there's another monster, right? That's how every fucking book of those is. It's like, oh, okay, we killed the big bad guy. And I'm like, I don't think you did, because there's eight more books in the series. And in the next book, they kill the guy they think's the big bad guy. But
0: yeah, well, and then there's one point about halfway through the series where the where the books go back in time and tell the story of all these different side characters that were involved when all the right. cool shit was happening. Right. And and it's like it's like three large books, and a lot of people will tell you like,
1: eh, those aren't very interesting. I think Seth Seth, and Mark and Will were really into the, the Wheel of Time series, and they told me legit, like, uh, let's say it was the ninth book. He's like, the ninth book was where all the awesome battles happen. It's a great book. Skip the tenth book. I'm like, why? It's like, because they follow all the bullshit that happened to all the side characters in the tenth book. It would be like if you did the like did the Predator and just, like, only showed the cool parts, and then you had another hour and a half of a movie of them just walking through the jungle. Yeah. All right, so moving out of our literary part here, uh, polls, polls, nothing's going anywhere. Nothing's going anywhere here. Uh, Donald Trump is negative 9 in Gallup, negative uh, 10 in 538, and negative uh, 8.3 in real clear politics. That's after the impeachment. That's after him, um, you know, in my opinion, murdering a foreign dignitary uh, without congressional approval. That was supposed to bump up his numbers. They went up for a little bit. They're back down
0: yeah no, i'm not i'm not yeah as far as like a numbers game goes that was never going to make a difference because nothing yeah. does no people that like him like him the people that hate made him, hate him
1: funny thing is, is if you look through all the polls in 538 because they just have them listed there and they take the aggregate and everything if, if you look through if you just look down like down the polls uh, you know go back in time and however far you want to look um like his disapproval stays pretty much the same it's yeah. his approval rating that fluctuates a little bit. So it's like his appro- his disapproval will stay at 54. And the reason that negative number either gets smaller or bigger is because like he'll go through spaces where he has a 45% approval rating and then he'll drop to like 39. So like his approval rating is, what, is what's changing. His disapproval is not going anywhere. I don't think there's a thing you could tell me to say like, yeah, I'm going to vote Trump this next cycle. It'll be great. All right. Um... Fun thing started this week, or is going to start. It's Monday, Martin Luther King Day. Federal government's closed. Um, I still had to go to work for some fucking reason. But, Me too. Um, I mean, I work for the federal government. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, Trump's impeachment trial starts tomorrow. Oh, it is tomorrow. Oh, yep. boy. So uh, I'm pretty sure we know what's going to happen. Uh, so Trump was impeached on the 18th. The articles of uh, impeachment were transmitted over to the Senate on the January 15th of this year. Uh, despite what Sean Hannity said, the world did not melt down. Uh, they weren't even in session for that time. Like I think was... I
0: love the the pomp and ceremony of the fucking. They're walking the impeachment oh, yeah. articles over, and it's like everyone's filming it. It's like <laughs> that's so stupid.
1: Oh yeah, it's so dumb. And did you see where um, a lot of people just lost their shit, especially in right wing uh, news sites, that Nancy Pelosi had um, like a, a slate of pens that they all used to sign the, the articles of impeachment. And she gave them out of souvenirs, like they It's like it's like twenty thousand dollars worth of ballpoint pens or whatever pens, and they were all yeah. engraved with her name on it. They're like, oh, she thinks she's queen, like whatever. She's, you know, Donald Trump will sell would would, would uh, sign your baby's uh, ass if you let him.
0: That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Whatever, dude. Yeah.
1: They still sell those sharpies, don't they? Oh yeah, sharpies with his, his with his signature on them because he uh, extended the that uh, weather map from the National Weather Association to include Alabama because he's an idiot. All right, Shane and I drink at the same time. Can't do that. Uh, all right, so we tra- uh, transferred the, the uh, articles of impeachment over. Um, right after that, on the 16th, the GAO, Government Accountability Office, um, released a report that found that Trump did, uh, quote-unquote, break the law. It's illegal to withhold those uh, Ukrainian funds. So this was fun because... Sean Hannity and all those ass wipes were like, yeah, point to a law. He broke point to one law. He broke point to anything he did. That was criminal. Like this isn't a crime. He didn't break a crime. Um, and there you go. He broke the law. So they hard. say, yeah, what law he broke? Oh, it's, it's just, it's, um, it's the appropriations act, which, right. uh, said that, um, presidents cannot, uh, use their own personal discretion with monies that Congress has, uh, legislated to be put towards a thing. Um, It's kind of what he's trying to do with this whole border wall bullshit because he wants to just take money from all these different departments and throw it at the border wall. And judge after judge has said you can't do that. The the funds were allocated for this specific reason. And Congress is the one that gets to decide where money goes. So, you know, it just means that Congress, you know, if Congress decides to allocate, you know, $10 billion to do, I don't know, to send um, cats and dogs into space to learn to love each other, Trump can't yoink that money and use it to. I don't know. Make him taller. Make himself taller. Make himself less. Uh, I'm
0: on the record. I would support the, the, that initiative if it were an option the cat space. Yeah, Sending animals right. into space. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's no dumber than what Space Force is right now. I mean, no. Do you see the camo uniforms? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. I mean, it's, it's such an easy thing to do. You just do uh, black and white digital camo, and you're like, oh, cool, spacey. Yeah, all right.
0: Well, my thing is, is like if any other president had suggested Space Force, I'd probably be all for it, but he's going to do whatever he can to to make something that should be really awesome
1: super not cool. Yeah, it's probably going to suck. It's not going to be good. No. Um, so we know Trump broke law, of course did. Um, the other thing that's fun is so we have articles of impeachment, which also means we have impeachment managers, and you have a defense team now, right? Uh, have you paid attention to any of this shit, a little bit, not much. So the impeachment managers on the House side, so the the the, the uh, House Congress sends over the impeachment managers to prosecute the case. Uh, Donald Trump's allowed to put together a uh, defense team to, of course, defend him in the case. And then they go at it from there. Um, as we record this, like I said, we're recording this on Monday night. And uh, I believe Mitch McConnell has released a memo that details the rules that they're going to go by for this, this this trial. I don't know what they are. Um, I just saw the headline walking in here, poured myself a beer. I think it says they're going to go forward with no guarantee of new evidence or witnesses. Um, but like the Clinton, Clinton impeachment, they can vote on it later. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm not too worried about this being fair, if you catch my drift. No. Um, yeah. So on the outside, you got Adam Schiff, which is cool. He, he knows he knows the case inside out. You got Gerald Nandler. He also knows the case inside out. You got Hakeem Jeffries. Uh, he's a, a legal legal beagle. He's been talking about this a lot. You got Zoe Lofgren. I have no clue who she is. Uh, you've got Sylvia Garcia. Also don't know who she is. You got Jason Crow. I don't know who that guy is. Um, the one big surprise is they didn't put, um, Justin Amos on. Um, that was the, uh, that was the Republican, um, congressman who went to a town hall and like told everybody like, Hey, the Mueller report is bad for Trump. And he was basically just tossed out of the Republican party for stating that, you know, he read the fucking report. Um, he's an independent now. He's basically forced out of the Republican party. Everybody thought he, they put him on and that would have been fun because he's like, Hey, look, we got an independent. Used to be a Republican. Yeah. They didn't do that, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Donald Trump's legal team is hilarious. Uh, so you've got uh, Pat Cipolano I don't know that guy. Yeah, Jay i I'm just gonna hit highlights. You got so you got Pat C i p o l o n e Cipolone. Cipollano, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, what well, do I look here, like? A book. Yeah. Here, here's my favorite. Jay Sekulow. Uh, Jay Sekulow is a right wing. Uh, he's a lawyer. He's a right wing. He's Donald Trump's personal lawyer, kind of like Rudy, but like actual competent. Um, he has a radio show, and he's your like religious freedoms guy. So like, people will call into his show and be like, "Listen, uh, my uh, my kid had an event at her school, and I went out and I super glued a Bible to everybody's windshield that was in the parking lot, and now they're telling me I can't do that because it's you know religious freedom one, you know violation of separation of church and state. What do I do? I mean, it's that kind of bullshit all the time." Uh, you got Alan uh, Dershowitz, who has been – he represented um, a famous Jeffrey Epstein guy. He's actually implicated in that case as well. There's a couple ladies out there that say that uh, they had sex with him and they were underage, um, allegedly. But uh, he also – Only the
0: best people.
1: Yeah, only the best people. He also is one of the many people who has been saying shit like back in 1998. We're like, you know what? It doesn't even have to be a crime to impeach the president. He just has to do something that's not up to the to the you know the honor of the office, and we can impeach but, him.
0: Yeah, the standard or whatever. Yeah, but I remember. Oh,
1: that ha- was him. That's good. Yeah, that was him. That was him. He, he and Lindsey Graham were saying that shit all over the place. Uh, Kenneth Starr—that's a name you should remember. Yup he he um he was the uh, former independent counsel who investigated uh, Bill Clinton um, and got him to admit uh, to lying to a, about a blowjob. So congratulations, uh, you killed it there. And, uh, Robert Ray, I don't know who that guy is, he's not fun. Mike Perpera, he needs to change his name. Uh, some other dumbass. Um, Pam Bondi, this is the one I want to talk about. You know who Pam Bondi is? No, Pam Bondi was the, the, uh, Attorney General of Florida, and she got in a little hot water because the, uh, Trump administration, not Trump administration, sorry, he wasn't president, the Trump, um, what the hell, the Trump Organization, uh, must, just suddenly gave her $25,000 for a re-election campaign, and then she dropped an investigation into the Trump University in Florida. Huh. Yes, so that happened. You guys can Google the shit out of that. Um, then you got Jim Jordan. He's the Republican who doesn't own a jacket. We all know him. He's very loud and very dumb. And then some guy named John Ratcliffe. Yeah, John Ratcliffe. I don't know who that guy is. But, yeah. Yeah, Pam Bondi. Hilarious. Jim Jordan. Hilarious. Yeah, you, you got a fucking... Uh, Kind of star and fucking um, Dershowitz and Jay Sekulow, it'll be hilarious. Apparently, apparently, uh, Rudy wanted to be on there real bad.
0: And the awesome. Said,
1: yeah, Democrats said we will forego all witnesses if you just put G- Rudy R- Giuliani on there. It's make him have to be part of it. All right, so that starts tomorrow. Um, there is some legal briefs out there I haven't looked at. I saw, I mean I, 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 at this point, Shay, I don't really care. Do you like? We know how this is going to turn out. Yeah, pretty much.
0: Unless yeah, unless all of a sudden they call a bunch of crazy witnesses, but I mean he's going to get acquitted and then he uh, he'll then 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 I don't know two weeks after that no one's going to talk about it anymore because that's
1: how it works now. Well, Trump will talk about it because he's well, going to he's going to say that I was acquitted I was I was vindicated. Um, uh, shifty shift and crazy Pelosi and whatever stupid ass name he's got for everybody he's going to he's going to bring up and he's going to act like it's some big thing. But yeah, he'll talk about it, but it, we'll move on from it. Yep. Um uh other fun. The only well actually the only thing I can see happening is uh, Lev Lev Parnas, Lev. It's not Lev. Lev Parnas. Lev, um, yeah, L.E.V. Yeah. He uh he apparently turned over like his iPhone or a bunch of other shit to to House Democrats uh, a couple weeks ago and they just got all of his information submitted to the um transmitted over to the Senate like right under the wire or at least that's what he told Rachel Maddow. Uh, those are two good interviews. Have you seen those? Where he just ah uh, no, like,
0: but I've heard the highlights. Yeah, yeah. He
1: basically lays out like, oh yeah, well, everybody knew what the fuck's going on. Like I talked to Donald Trump. I talked to him. Blah, blah, blah. Um, but he apparently transmitted all this stuff over there. And one of one of the things he gave him was this was his iPhone. And I just think how goddamn funny it would be if in the middle of the Senate trial they just play a like a video that Les Lev Parnas shot of like Trump talking to Julie and him saying something like, listen, goddamn it, if I don't get this investigation into Biden, they're not getting that money. And yeah, that's it.
0: That, yeah, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. And, and, you know, okay, you know, I mean, a meteor could strike the earth and kill us all tomorrow, but, you know, and also, you know, Rand Paul could lead a, you know, 10 Republicans to vote to remove him, but, you know, the, the, those two things are equally possible. I like, You never know. Uh, fun fact, Shay, did you know that Fox News started from the uh, Nixon administration's impeachment? Yes. This is fun. Love this. Everybody needs to know this. Uh, In 1970, um, Richard Nixon was not impeached yet, but he and Roger Ailes, the guy who founded Fox News, decided that they need to come up with a way to get the GOP on the news. So they literally wrote a plan. It's called A Plan for Putting the GOP on the News. You can download it from multiple places. It's got Roger Ailes' handwritten notes. It's hilarious. Nixon thought it would be a great idea um, uh, because people are – here's a quote. People are lazy. Um, with television, you just sit there, watch, listen. The thinking's done for you. Um, unfortunately, they didn't get Fox News up until 1996, and Nixon was impeached in '73. But yeah. Um, yeah, but they were they were trying to do this in 1970. They had the plan. They just didn't get it together until 1996. And in 2018, uh, John Dean, uh, he's a White House, uh, he was the White House Counsel for um, Nixon during the impeachment. He uh, said in, in an interview, he's like, you know, if they had Fox News down in, in 1970. Uh, I'm pretty sure Nixon could have survived the impeachment. And we're really going to test that theory in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I think I know the know. answer. Well, oh yeah, th- me too.
0: He's going he's gonna to get acquitted. But, you know, who knows? Hopefully it'll be one of those... It'll help swing a few more people over to, the. Like, Goddamn it, I need to go vote in 2020.
1: I have to imagine... This is bullshit. Yeah, I have to imagine that everybody who sat out, for whatever reason they have in... 2016 is just kicking themselves right now. And and you should, because if you didn't vote, fuck you. Like literally, fuck you. Because I love all these people who love to bitch, but don't do anything about it. Like that's my biggest pet peeve. Like if you want to bitch, fine, but then bitch. And then like, after you're done bitching, then go start something to like fix it. Like I love to bitch, but then after I'm done bitching, I'm like, all right, so how do I fix this thing? I got to bitch about here. But if you're going to bitch and not vote then fuck you first amendment be damned. Fuck you.
0: Yeah, that's, well, that's that. That's kind of. I I know people like that who will complain and complain and complain to no end, and then I'm like, "Did you vote?" And they're like, "Well, no." I'm like, "Well, then shut the fuck up." Right. I hate to say it, but I don't
1: feel like you get an opinion if you didn't vote. You lazy piece of shit. And then those people will be like, "Oh, First Amendment says I still do." I it's like, "Yeah," and the First Amendment tells me I can call you, uh, you know, a dick bag. So yeah, um, you, you know. you,
0: So way to, way to vote, dick bag. Yeah. yeah.
1: Way to not vote, dick bag. Um. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast the other day and they called uh, like all the people at a Trump rally uh, a, a gaggle of howling dickheads and I just thought that was really good.
0: Gaggle of how- yeah,
1: that's good.
0: I don't <laughs> know I don't know if there de- there's got to be a but cuz ga- gaggles for geese. You got to have a, its own thing like um you know you have got like like a group of hippies is called a burden. I'm sorry. <laughs> a burden. It's a burden of hippies. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I did I like not that. know that. No, that's that's yeah, that's that's one of my favorites. Or Wooks, a burden of wooks, but you know. Is that, that something uh, you
1: pick, pick up in Denver?
0: Uh Wook is I don't know, it's not a Denver term, but it's definitely a Western term. And it's just like you know Is this, you, you is, know, this is this a Everybody everybody effect? knows a wook, so like you know all the kids that follow uh fish around. Well, you know, like a lot of those guys are wooks. Not all fish kids are wooks, but all wooks are fish kids, you know, it's that oh. kind of thing. Is yeah,
1: yeah, one, yeah. Is this a, is this a like Adjacent to the people who complain about old Cor- Colorado?
0: Yes, yes, the, that's them somewhere around there too, yeah.
1: Now explain this to, to the people who haven't had this discussion with you, Shay. What, well, what's the deal with old Colorado and well, the, you people well, I mean, who I, fucked I, it up? You know,
0: I personally couldn't tell you because I only moved here like nine years ago, but generally speaking, anytime you know someone who's a native, air quotes, someone who was born here long uh-huh. enough, They'll always talk about how – because, you know, the population has exponentially grown in the last, like, 15 years. So they'll always talk about how, like, well, there didn't used to be this much traffic. You know, things used to be cheaper. Uh, Just it's like, oh, man, things were so much better back when I was a kid. And it always – it's always something along those lines. Usually it's traffic-related. But, uh, you know, oh, it's so crowded all the time now. Blah, 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 blah. blah. And that's that's what that uh, meme that I shared was talking about. I'm gonna print that off and hang it at somewhere. I'm sure, because all of the things listed on the front of that are accurate.
1: Well, I, I I hear similar things from our friends that have moved to Florida. Yes. And like, and they'll they'll send me, and not not that like they're complaining about all the other people that have moved to Florida, but they like, are like, well, you should move to Florida like I did. You know, it's great down here, and you know, they act like they're a native. I'm like, you moved down there four fucking years ago, because you couldn't find a job here. So calm the fuck down. You know. Like,
0: well, I mean, honestly, I've only. And maybe it's because of where I live in relation to like Boulder and Denver, but um, it's only been in the last year or two that I've really noticed an increase in traffic and things like that uh, where I'm at. Like you go into Boulder or Denver, and there's just traffic. That's just how it is. But you know, now when I my commute to work is noticeably longer than it was a few years ago. But I mean, oh
1: well. Yeah. Um, the funny thing they do they do here in Joliet. As they'll shut down whole roads and not tell anybody. Ah. So, so one of one of the stretches I take to work is through a lot of industrial park areas. So you have these, you know, large, you know, like Amazon stocking places and you know, Target, uh, um, like, a, oh shit, warehouse and 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 distribution centers. That's the word I'm looking for. And so, like, you'll have these semis that will just pull out in the traffic. I mean, they'll just wheel out the fucking traffic, and you gotta like, you know. Lock your brakes up so you don't, you know, broadside them. Well, every now and then they do that a little bit too fast and they flip themselves, and they just, they just block the whole road. So, you know, like in Huntington, we'd be like, fuck it, we just inch around them on the medium or something. Yeah. Like they will shut down the entire four lane road like six blocks in either direction. And you yeah, know, I'm listening to the radio on the way home. I don't hear shit about this. I just come to a point where, like, there was one evening where the cop was like, "All you right, gotta go this way." The road's closed. I was like, well, that's cool. Well, he was directing us into a dead-end uh, cul-de-sac. <laughs> like, so, Where are my so I supposed he- dude? Yeah, like- so here, here you've got, like, all the cars in rush-hour traffic going into this dead-end cul-de-sac. They don't know it's a dead-end, so we're all just driving around in, like, figure-eights and bullshit, and then we all come out the same way and just, you know, go back the other direction. And I stopped and rolled my window and I was like, why don't you just tell everybody to turn the fuck around? It's a dead-end over there. He's like, oh, I don't know.
0: No, I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> awesome
1: yeah um okay uh other thing we should probably talk about shay uh there is a big second amendment cosplay event today oh my god that, that shit is
0: fucking it it bore it it really did like vacillate between hilarious and terrifying depending on like the perspective you want to take as you like kind of follow it on twitter or whatever
1: i i'm sending you a picture right now of my favorite uh meal team six operator yeah I just sent you a picture um But, uh, okay, so for those of you who don't have uh, internet, cable, or radio waves, um, there was a large Second Amendment uh, rally in Virginia, because Virginia has what they call Lobby Day today on Martin Luther Luther King Day, and you're supposed to be able to go lobby your your senators or your uh, congressmen of the uh, Virginia House, and you're supposed to have time to do it, This became a lightning rod this year because the recently flipped um, houses of um, Virginia, the state government of Virginia, passed some gun legislation. And me personally, I don't think it's a big deal. But every gun nut from here to California thought it was a huge deal and thought that somehow the uh, the state of Virginia was going to take everybody's guns. And so they all showed up and open carried and just looked like absolute dick shits the entire day. Um, the three bills. Did you ever look the shit up, Shay? Have you looked, looked at these three bills they actually passed that haven't been um, signed? By the governor it's, yet?
0: it's, I know it's very straightforward, uh, shit. It's nothing crazy, like, it's not. Oh.
1: Well, and actually, if you read into it a little bit, it gets even less, less like crazy. So, like, they passed three bills SB 35, 69, and 70. So, SB 35. Um, allowed for the state to ban guns to be brought to public events that require a permit. So if you're going to have, like, a street festival yeah. or a concert or something, you're allowed to yeah. say no, no guns, you know. All, uh, at your event that you got a permit for, you are allowed to say no guns at this event. So that was the thing. Um, uh, SB 69 apparently limited um, handgun purchases to one handgun a month. But there were also huge carve-outs for, like, excuse me, if you had a concealed carry permit in Virginia, you could buy all the guns you wanted.
0: If That's you, hilarious. Um,
1: if you were a business that needed guns, like Shay, say you were uh, running your own pot dispensary in Virginia, you had security and you paid for the security's weapons. Like if you had to buy ten guns to give ten guns to your security, you totally could do that. If you were a gun, uh, you know, dealer, you could buy more. And so you know, there were these huge carve outs that just you know didn't mean. Um, and then the last one, which I think is just fucking common sense, is universal background checks. You cannot transfer a gun from one person to the other without going through a background check. Um, and I think part of SB-70, I heard this on the radio. Um, I would have to look this up to confirm it. But it also established that you can transfer a gun from one person to another um, for the, like at, a tar- at a shooting range. Like, it, it, very, it spelled out, like, if you and I go shooting, I can hand you my gun that I own. And you can shoot it and give it back to me without background yeah. check bullshit. So, yeah. I mean, it's just common sense stuff. Um, and, like, we don't talk about guns that much on this podcast because, like, you and I are both pretty much on the same page. Like, we grew up in West Virginia. Guns were ubiquitous in West Virginia. I have a concealed carry permit. You, you're you a firearms owner as well. Like, it's not like guns scare us. What scares me is these asshats in Hawaiian shirts and tactical gear walking around yeah. with a with a. Uh, a, 50, a
0: cal. 50 cal yeah oh look at me I'm a patriot <laughs> I bet you money
1: that guy's a look fucking... at me I'm a militia yeah I bet your money that guy's a fucking dentist and that's why he has a uh, he has yeah. a disposable income to buy that's like a $2,000 $3,000 oh,
0: yeah. rifle he's holding yeah. that picture you sent me yeah yeah
1: so yeah for, so
0: those, for those of you who want to know uh, imagine um, what was the character on Malcolm in the Middle the fat guy that was in love with Lois that worked at her store Craig Craig, Craig yeah. from Malcolm in the Middle, with a tactical vest, helmet, and 50 caliber rifle, and that's that's the kind of person marching at these things.
1: Well, and the yeah, and the funny thing is, is like the people like if you showed up in a Carhartt and a rifle slung over your shoulder, and like some ear muffs and a gun on your hip, I respect you way more as a as a as a firearms owner than these fucksticks that showed up in camo pants. Uh, Flak jacket, you got your bandoliers, you've got your uh, weapon slung over your shoulder, Um, hopefully muzzle pointed to your feet, Um, and you've got on a tactical helmet that you bought from somebody, and it has an attachment for night vision goggles, but nobody fucking had night vision goggles, of course, because those are expensive, and um, some of these motherfuckers are walking around with the reactive um, uh, hearing protection. It's the it's the you know the, the big earmuffs, but they have a mic in them, so like you can talk to each other in a normal volume. But if the the decibels spike, as you know, gunshots, it yeah. cuts out and does noise canceling. Like those are pretty expensive too. And these asshats were walking around in those. Like, hey, I know it was cold, so it kept your ears warm. But I love it how they're like, if the shit does go down, gotta protect my ears.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a lot of fun. I, yeah, those, uh, they always, and then you've got the, the guys, uh, from the proud boys were there being twats, uh, uh as they're Alex prone Jones to do. Was there being Alex Jones, there being a twat. Uh, it was, it's just all, and the thing, it really, it's so funny, uh, sort of sad and funny is there was actually a protest to counter this one, but it was canceled because they got a bunch of threats from the pro gun people not all like right. the protest group as a whole but like some people in support of the pro gun movement were threatening the anti gun people with violence so they decided not to show up It's so like okay that well that just kind of proves my point but all right
1: right i'm um, like
0: how do you how do you feel safe counter protesting a 10,000 people that all have AR15s well or however many fuckers were there
1: right and 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 the problem with this and and we, we need to talk, touch on a a couple things when we discuss this one is there was a reason. First of all, Antifa—you know—the the what what Sean Hannity thinks is uh, uh, an organized terrorist organization—yeah, which is not true. The only organized terrorist organizations are white nationalists. A lot of those motherfuckers were marching in Virginia because—and um, we'll talk about this a little bit in, in a little bit—but our buddy, uh, our buddy, your buddy, and mine, um, Robert Evans, the host of the Behind the Bastards podcast, yeah, he went there and spent the whole day asking people about their patches, and he kept noticing patches that were. Um, Rwds, Rwds stands for Right Wing Death Squad. And now guys... is that
0: is I how, where where is where is that is that like the guys in the video? I, don't, I haven't watched like I just don't know where that is confirmed. I guess is my question. Yeah, oh no,
1: there's a video. He walks up to a guy that's got a patch. He's got like he's got like a, a Proud Boys patch on his chest, and below it, um, uh, a, a little bit of it is is obscured by the the uh, rifle uh, rifle magazines he has. In in a, in a uh, uh, chest holster kind of thing, bandolier I think you call. It. Yeah. Uh, but very clear, it says R W D S, and Robert Evans walks up and says, like, "Hey, what's uh what's that patch mean?" And the guy points to the Powerboys patch. He's like, no, "No, no, the one below it. R W D S. What's that mean?" And the guy like immediately clams up. He goes, "Oh, uh, I mean, you can look it up." And Robert Evans knew he's like that. That stands for Right Wing Death Squad. You know these are these are these are white nationalist dickheads that, you know hold to their second amendment rights and use them to intimidate people. Like Shay was just saying, um, and was going to march along with, uh, a lot of these second amendment guys, because they also believe in the second amendment. It had nothing to do with, you know, you know, the white nationalist stuff isn't prominent in this demonstration. It's just a problem. Yeah. Um, and the counter protest on the, you know, the counter protest to gun rights. I don't, I don't know what you want to call them. They didn't, they weren't out there. The reason they didn't do it is because they were, um, they got credible threats that they were going to try to murder these people. Um, in the days leading up to the uh, um, rally, six members of a group called the Base, which is basically a white nationalist terror organization, their claim to fame is they they believe that all white nationalist organizations should should work in tandem. You know, like they want to get in the room with the Ku Klux Klan and you know, uh, Identity Europa and the Aryan, Aryan Brotherhood. They want to get them all in a room. because, like, hey, listen, we hate the same people. We should be working together here. Um, they arrested six of those asshats that were planning to, to basically kill and mow down uh, the counter-protesters, you know, quote-unquote, Antifa. So like, yeah. they were credible threats, and there's a reason they didn't come. And, and that's the reason that uh, Governor Northam uh, declared a state of emergency and wouldn't let anybody open carrier, or bring a firearm into the uh, Capitol building, an area, which, which I guess, I guess under current, uh, Virginia law, you're usually allowed to do, but because of all yeah. the threats, he's like, yeah, we're not doing it today. We're not. And so everybody's like, Oh, see, look, now they're telling us where we can take our guns. Well, before you guys get all butt hurt, you're not allowed to take a gun in the fucking Congress, uh, you know, Senator, um, White House or the Congress. You're not allowed to carry a gun damn near anywhere in Washington, unless you have a, uh, a Permit from dc and i don't think they issue those it's like chill out but everybody was heard about that that's why they had to wear all their wear all their uh, cosplay shit
0: there was a uh, group of guys here in longmont that would uh and i, I haven't seen him in a couple of years but they used to you know dress in like fatigues and have an air 15 or an AK or whatever one of the like the, the the various handful of types of assault rifles people like to buy um and, uh, they'd walk up and down the streets because it was their right to do it. And it was really funny because it made people so nervous. Cause I mean, this is Colorado you know, this, this might've even been <clears throat> within a year or two of the Aurora theater shooting. You right. know, this is, you know, so people are real sensitive about that shit here. It made people uncomfortable. And it was real funny because people complained to the police. The police were like, you know, we can't really do anything about it. They're not harming it. You know, it's technically legal. We understand it. And then uh, – and then, but I remember reading – like uh, hearing an exchange between a cop and one of these guys. Like, hey, man, what are you trying to prove? Like, we get that it's your right, but that doesn't mean you're not a, being a dick. Like, you're scaring right. people that are trying to have lunch. And then eventually it got to the point where you'd see him walking down the street and somebody would just be like, nerd! <laughs> just Aww. just just giving him shit. And, yeah. You know. You hear these these dudes walking down the street, and some drunk guy would be like, "Do you have to carry that gun because you've got a small pecker, dude?" They get all butthurt about it. So stupid. Um, they stopped showing up. I don't know if there was a change in what they were allowed to do, or they just got tired of people giving them shit. But well,
1: right. And I th- I think one of one of the one of the most illuminating videos I've I've seen of like that, much like the uh, the sovereign citizen, uh, you know, getting pulled over for having a cardboard license plate. Which yeah, if you if if
0: you're that seen it, is solid, a cardboard license plate, huh? Have you not heard about this? Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I've just not seen it. That sounds fun.
1: OK, well, a, a sovereign citizen for those of you listening at home, who if you don't know what that is, that's a person who believes that the federal government is invalid because of the uh, treaty of uh, uh, posse comitatus or some other horseshit. And that when you were born, your name and you, that's a straw. Per- that's a straw man that the government created. And then it put a bunch of money in, in an account in your name. And if you can file the right paperwork and write the, the the correct wording in red up and down the sides and a bunch of other absolutely bonkers bullshit, you can get that money from the federal government. But since they don't believe in the federal government, they don't believe that you should have things like licenses and registration and, you know, the correct tax on your vehicle. So while they, there is a very real and problematic um, domestic terrorist threat there because these people are like I mean this is the this is the shit that the Bundy Ranch went down like the guy that was shot at yeah. the Bundy standoff he yep. was he he believed in a lot of sovereign citizen bullshit and he was you know not going to take it from the cops um, like there is a legitimate domestic violence threat there um, I'm sorry domestic uh, terrorist threat probably domestic violence too sorry um, but uh, they usually get caught before they pull anything off because they're driving around with goddamn cardboard license plates that say traveling not driving because, what does that even mean? Okay, so in the How videos... How can you
0: drive and not travel, but right, travel so for, and not drive? Right,
1: so first of all, everybody who's listening to this, if you don't understand what I'm saying, just go to go to YouTube and type in Sovereign Citizen Owned. And what you'll see is a lot of people driving a car that get pulled over by a cop and say, hey, uh, your tag's expired. Or, like I'm just telling Shay, they don't believe that they have to have a tag, so they write, like, traveling because they believe that unless you're driving for commerce like unless you're driving a truck to deliver produce from your farm to the market you are you don't have to have a license
0: yeah so
1: that's 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 driving but if you you are using your personal car to go to your aunt's house to have dinner that is that is that is traveling it's not driving they separate those two things so while these dickheads might be, and the videos are great because it's, it's usually a cop who's been on 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 the fucking uh, shift for like eight hours, and after a couple, he's like, "Sir, do you know what law you're violating by asking me for my license?" And the cop's just like, "Oh shit, yes, yeah, Exp- damn it!" <laughs> and this is why I believe that every police officer in the United States of America, because you know they track the taser charges, right? I think you should yeah. get one taser charge a month, no questions asked. Zap. Yeah, just zap. Yeah. Um, and if I'm the, if I'm, if I get the butt into that taser charge, I probably deserve it. So I'm going to go on record saying I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um, You ever, have you ever been tased? Uh, yes. It's not fun.
0: I have never had it happen to me before.
1: Uh, Uh, my buddy Ernest Walker had a taser and we played with it and we drank and let me say that went badly. Yep. 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 Does it hurt a lot? It's not fun. It's not fun. (laughs) It's not fun. And I'm a big meaty boy and it sucked. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so what you usually see is these people are driving their car. They don't have any of the proper registration or insurance. They get pulled over. They get indignant. The cop invariably has to drag them out of the car, and they get dragged out of the car screaming, I do not consent. I do not consent. And then there is a very satisfying sound of a taser and a grown man crying. Um, So that's always fun. But, yeah, so the the Sovereign Citizen dickheads, like, they will literally put a, you know, a a cardboard, you know, uh, fucking... uh, license plate on the car and that's why they get caught like there isn't hasn't been a lot of domestic terrorism by these people because they get caught on the way to the terrorism because they look like dipshits um but yeah so that's that's the thing um how did we get on the sovereign center or something i don't even know yeah um
0: i'm pretty sure we've we have derailed very far from our original topic uh, we whatever it may the,
1: have been we were talking about the base and white nationalism ah. and yeah um but anyway yeah there was a legitimate podcast, threat I'll what, talk the hell i want yeah, this is uh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Screw you guys. Um, actually, listen, please. Sorry, whatever. Uh, yes. Yeah, so everybody was really about her throughout Northam did that, and you know, um, another thing that's showing up, Shay, and I, I don't know if you saw this in your Facebook feed today. Uh, I probably have a more conservative, older, and more conservative like friend base on Facebook than you do, but uh, there was a lot of people that are sharing, especially on Facebook and social media, articles and videos to show that it wasn't just white men that were at this rally, which it was overwhelmingly white older men, just hands yes. down. Look at any yes. picture. Uh, at yeah, any no, it was, picture. that
0: was fun for me. I, I noticed what, that already. It's, it's all old they, ass white
1: dudes. Right. But then a lot of people were sharing these these stories and videos. Like one guy shared a Breitbart video where they were discussing with a, an African-American gentleman that, like why he was there and why he supports the Second Amendment. Like a lot of people kept sharing these videos and showed – I saw like, and the funny thing is they were using the same, like 11 images of the same, about 15 people who weren't black weren't Yeah, were I'm sorry. And they weren't all black. There were some, some people who looked Hispanic and some, some people that are Asian there. And they were like, see, and the only thing it made me think of was, first of all, we all know what you're doing. When you're sharing a story to prove to people that there were other people there that weren't white, we know what you're doing. You're trying to get out ahead of this. Cause everybody's thinking you guys, you know, it's just this is just a club for old white guys. Yeah, kind of is.
0: Yeah, um, uh, yeah. It's it's not not that you know. Yeah, it's not, not that.
1: <laughs> but what this made me think of was back in the day. Do you remember Glenn Beck's rally to restore honor? Uh, vaguely. And and that's how you should remember it, honestly, vaguely, because it was dumb.
0: Because I well, mean, I, should... I remember him talking a lot about it, and mainly what I knew about it was from uh, the like that was the like the daily fodder for all the late night talk show guys. So like, oh, you know, Conan Leno, uh, whoever, uh, you know, uh, Jon Stewart, all those guys were just shitting all over it. Cause it was ridiculous, but I ever actually right. saw the thing.
1: Right. Well, nobody did. Cause it was, it was ridiculous. But like, and, and like about, I think they estimated like 87,000 people showed up to his rally in, uh, the, um, the national mall in DC. It was called the, it was called the, uh, um, well, Shit! I just said it. It was uh, the rally to restore honor to America. He sent. He he did another one after that. Um, uh, that was like the rallies to restore hope. I think I don't. I don't know. Um, and then he's planning one now. Like I don't listen to him anymore. Any much anymore because he's basically irrelevant. The blaze is just collapsing in on itself. But I heard a clip of him wanting to do another one. Like within the next year or so to restore the covenant with God. What is and that? that is- I
0: don't know. What is that? I don't like. what is. does do? Does he make money off of it? I assume. I don't. Well,
1: they, he always makes money, and it gets his name out there. And I'm sure there's an influx of people to his store to buy his tax- tactical butt wipes and all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. The same reason Alex Jones went to the Women's March and chanted. Like, he was, you know, against Donald Trump now. He's like, you know, you guys convince me. I'm going to kill all my babies and be against Trump. Oh, way to go. Way to convince me. Like, you' supposed have to get his name out there so somebody would go to his website and buy a thing, you know, yeah. something. Uh, but uh, during that first rally to restore honor, uh, Sam Cedar walked around and was just asking people questions. And, of course, kind of kind of dunking on him because that's, that's how he does it. He's, you know. They were like, well, I think we should, uh, we should. I mean, they passed too many laws against free speech. He's like, which law was against free speech? He's like, well, you know, the ones. The, the ones. Cast. Yeah. And so he's talking about people, and he came across a guy who was with an African-American. So it was a white guy and a black guy. And the white guy um, would hold up a sign. Like, the black guy was there, and the black guy had a T-shirt on that says, do we look racist? And the white guy had signs. That says, "Do do we look racist?" And they were having pi- everybody take their picture. So, so get this: there's a black guy and a white guy. You walk up and you say, "Hey, can I have a picture taken with you?" The black guy goes, "Sure." And then the white guy hands you a sign to hold up, says, "Do we look racist?" And they did that all afternoon at this rally. Like, that's when you're that's when you're tipping your hand. Like, when you actually have to have a prop African American man there <laughs> to take pictures a with.
0: literal token black guy.
1: Right, literally a token black guy. It, it, it reminded me so much of those fucking uh, prop photo booths you'll have at, like, a wedding reception. Yeah, like, it's black. exactly what it was. It yeah. was so fucking <laughs> dumb. Yeah, and so uh, everybody's sharing these, 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 like, stories, like, look, there were so many, you know, it wasn't just all white people. It's like, yeah, okay, so you showed me a couple, uh, let's say a dozen people who were not white. That doesn't mean that the other, you know, 22,500 people that were there... Weren't white as fuck and dumpy as fuck and just, just ridiculous. Everybody, this is not how you, this is not how you fucking respect your Second Amendment rights. You do that by getting trained, following the law, and being careful with your firearms. Mm-hmm. Um, our buddy Jay hates these people too. I always love getting him wound up about it. The open carry assets. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I see
0: them a lot and it's always the same kind of guy. It's always some like six hundred pound neckbeard in uh the store getting a bunch of Mountain Dew or something that's got like what is a very nice, you know, fifteen, seventeen hundred dollar sig. Oh yeah, six
1: hour. Yeah. I saw a guy and I, I tell the story all the time. I saw a guy in Lowe's. He had a Glock um seventeen on, on his right hip and he had two extra clips on his left hip. He had a black uh, Second Amendment t-shirt with the Second Amendment written out on the back and, like, a lot of flag paraphernalia on the front. Yeah. The t-shirt was tucked into his uh, jeans. Yes! I'm 6'3". I weigh about 280 right now. This guy had a good 60 pounds on me, and he was about five inches shorter. And he was just just strutting around uh, Lowe's, just like, look at me, you know. I'm armed and I'm dangerous. Hey, ladies! And I just wanted I'm to gong it. him with a snow shovel and and take his gun and like leave a note with him and like, how, how, you, how you feel like that ass you know, yeah. just put a put a note in his holster.
0: <laughs> yeah, I owe you one firearm. When you can yeah.
1: be cool, yeah, <laughs> when yeah, you could be cool about this. You'll get your gun back. we <laughs> will give it back. Yeah, when you could be a grown up about it. And I always and I tell people tell me, like, that's assault. And I'm like, you're goddamn right it is. And I will definitely tell that to the officer who arrested me. He's like, did you hit that guy with a snow shovel? Like, yeah, most definitely. <laughs> goddamn right it did. Yep. <laughs> Let me uh, tell you why. Wife, <laughs> I had my wife record the sound if you want to hear it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Speaking of asshats, your buddy, my mentor, everybody listens to him Lou Dobbs. Has been on a tear lately. Lord of the Waddle. Yes. He blah, blah, blah. is um, actually like, I don't know if you've seen the, uh, I'm kind of worried that he has a uh, manservant or somebody locked in a castle somewhere because he seems to be de-aging like Dracula when he finally, <laughs> uh, when he when he got, you know, Jonathan Harker stuck in his, uh, his old castle there and was dry, draining him nightly. Um, his hair's getting darker. His makeup's getting thicker. He's trying to go back in time. But he has gone on a a weeks-long tear of just dipshittery. And I kind of wanted to play the audio, but I don't think we need to do that. Nah. Uh, oh, shit. Damn pop-ups. Um, the first one was... Uh, um, remember when Mike Lee came out of the... Uh, um, Senate Intel, uh, committee, uh, with, uh, Donald Trump's, uh, uh, they were briefed on why we killed Soleimani. Yes. And how we did it. Mike Lee came out and said that was the stupidest, uh, briefing I've ever been at. It was. Yeah. I do remember that. Yeah. But yeah Mike Lee came out. who's was like, listen, uh, that was insulting. Uh, not only was that, you know, like Bush, Bush league level attempt at briefing us on something, they told us not to, you know, debate this after the fact. Like, don't make, don't, don't, you know, count, uh, contradict Trump on it. Well, uh, Lou Dobbs, uh, had a snip fit saying, uh, Senator Mike Lee had something of a snip fit today. Uh, limited the president's military authority, uh, and then called him a traitor. That sounds about um, right. Yeah. Uh, um, he, uh, he said that, um. Senator Lee's Benedict Arnold impression following a classified military briefing. So basically linked him to one of our Revolutionary War traders. Because he didn't agree that the president had told him uh, everything he needed to know. Um, this one is probably going to get you. Um, and I, I, I got to work out how we can play the audio so that you and the recorder can hear it well. Because you just got to hear him just jowl this shit out. But... Um, what he did say is he says that uh, in in when was this? This was. Hey, no, this is the seventh? Um, that the people of the United States did not understand their obligation to the president and their obligation to serve him. Well, that's not how that works. That's not, not how any of this works. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's not how any of this works. Um. Uh, then another, another quote he has, uh, it's kind of a throw off. He said it was irrational for, um, Donald Trump to brief, uh, Democrats who were trying to impeach him. Also not how this works. Uh, here. Okay. I think this is the quote. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't expect any uh, quick change in his behavior. There is also, I think, a good case to be built that it would be utterly irrational for the Trump administration to brief the very people who are trying to unseat him, remove him from power, or overthrow his presidency uh, to have done anything in their power to do so. So I guess the balance of powers and the Constitution right out the fucking window there. And this is the this is the coup de grace. This okay. is the this is the audio I wanted to play you. Not gonna try to fuck with it here. Yeah. Um not, we'll, we'll not do that. Oh my god, the pops up you bastards. Alright, here we go. Um here, this is this is Lou talking about President Trump. This is a president who's already, in my opinion, he's already historic. In my opinion, he's also already done one of the greatest Oh, I'm sorry. He's also one of the greatest presidents, and with another four years um, in which to get more done, he's already set a standard, uh, Congressman, for presidents that most mortals won't be able to meet. He outworks them, he outthinks them. He is remarkably resourceful. He's bright. His judgment is second to none. What? Yeah. What?
0: That's insane.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: That is insane.
1: Yeah. Um, so, first of all, uh let's let's just break this down a little bit before we get out of here uh with another four years uh i'll drink myself to death that yeah that's that what will, I'll i won't do. survive that yeah um he's already said uh, he outworks them this motherfucker starts his day at 11 and ends it at like three thirty. 30.
0: now listen, most of
1: that's executive time
0: that's the dream though if you get to the point oh, of yeah. running your own company or whatever and you're i gotta make this clear because 'cause I've had this argument with friends of mine. Like if I if I bust my ass and I and you know when he's running the Trump organization, if he wants to fucking work eleven to three, that's fine. That's his business. But the fact that he works a schedule like that when he's the president is ridiculous.
1: Well, and also, and I'm right with you, Shay, like, hey, no don't hate the player, hate the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. But
1: don't be the player that works from eleven to three and then tell me you're the hardest working man that's ever lived.
0: Yeah, and then take a bunch of vacations that are on my dime. So
1: Yeah, you can't yeah, you can't do that. We've talked about that before. 118 million at current stance. yeah uh, Yeah. 118 million in three years. Barack Obama did 115. And that's a Republican estimate. That's like, if you ask Sean Hannity, how much he spent, um, in four or I'm sorry, eight years. Sorry. Um, okay. So next part of that quote, he out thinks them Horseshit. Donald Trump doesn't know what the hell is going on at any given time. If you ever want to know that, um, Anytime there's an international issue, he always says, "All the options are on the table." And they ask him what options. He goes, "All of them," because he doesn't know what the options are. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, he's remarkably resourceful. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. He probably he probably wrote down a list of judges on the back of a Big Mac, uh, you know, wrapper um, one time. They're like, "Oh, look at him! Reuse, reuse, recycle." He's bright. Oh, he's not bright. Not a even a little. Man.
0: Yeah, that's. I the, I the thing that always kills me. I, well, I guess it's mainly people that aren't that smart that I talk to. They're like, "Yeah, he seems really smart to me," and I just don't see how you can like l- listen to him speak and think that. Like, that's not even a little bit.
1: Yeah, his uh, like a lot of a lot of our friends, like Corey and a couple other people, like uh, Jay is worried that I listen to Alex Jones too much. But like, I guess he thinks I'm going to pick up that white nationalist worldview. But it's just funny. I also listen to Hannity a lot, watch Hannity a lot, because Hannity is kind of like the mouthpiece for the GOP right now. And whenever Trump does a um, a rally, if I'm near a TV, I'll turn it on and watch a rally. It's it is just breathtaking what he will say and people will cheer for. So, like, you could take a, a random five minutes out of any rally, and I could probably prove to you that the man is incompetent, like yeah. just mentally does not have his faculties together. I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't get it either, but yeah, Lou Dobbs just keeps batting, batting a thousand.
0: I mean, he's one of those guys that I'm sure he gets an email list every day from the president, from the white house on some secret server, uh, uh, that tells him what he should say that day. And he's like, okay. And then they put a bunch of money in his checking account.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that, but like, what was it during the, uh, impeachment, you know, run up to impeachment. The um, White House emailed all the Republican uh, senators and Democratic senators, like the talking points of the day. Yep, and they did it twice.
0: I do remember that. Yeah, that was funny.
1: Same Cedar busts on a lot of people, like when he, when they do these breakdowns of like what happened on Fox News or um, you know the Fox and Friends and shit like that. Uh, like somebody will say something, and he'll pause you and be like, "You know why they're mad, right?" It's because he said the actual words that were in the talking points he got. He's like, "You gotta change it up, man. You gotta put it in your own words." Yeah, we all gotta say the same thing, and i gotta make it sound different, dude. You gotta make it sound different.
0: Mix it up a little bit.
1: Yeah, mix it up a little bit. All right, uh, I didn't. I didn't put any fun stuff in here because I was. I was. I was running late. Um, I do have one thing. Have you been watching this Dracula show, Shay? No, it's kind of fun. I've Everybody heard I mean and... I
0: I really like um there's Steve Moffat and then there's another guy that are like the showrunners and they did uh-huh. a bunch of Doctor Who, uh, a bunch of the, a good Doctor Who and then also the the Sherlock show which is really good. So, I'm not surprised it's good, but I haven't sat down to
1: watch it. Well, here's my here's my beef and <coughs> excuse me. Um Everybody says the first two episodes are great, and the third episode sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, each episode's like an hour and a half, so it's like yeah. a you know it's like a longer series, but uh, or it's like a regular sized series just broken up weird. Um, and uh, it's done. It's a BB, BBC mm-hmm. uh, retelling of the uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula tale, and you know I'm down for that. I'm down for all the classic uh, you know the classic uh, monster movies, and um, read Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, you know, watched the
0: man. I, I read
1: that book. Well, I think it was in high school. Yeah, I don't yeah. remember it that well. I remember it was good. Well, yeah, and, and you learn a lot of like the the weird uh, ins and outs of Dracula's powers that you don't um, you don't hear or see a lot in a lot of movies. Um, you know, stuff like he, he can't cross running water unless he's yeah. in his uh, you know uh, ancestral home, like whatever whatever create. I, I don't really know if we got into that the the book. I know in the in the movie they get into how he was created. But I don't know if they got into it in the book. I have to reread it. But, uh, you yeah, know, I read all that shit, and I'm, I'm down for it. I'm going to watch a show. But everybody across the board says the first two episodes are awesome. Like, the first episode is the, uh, you know, the whole castle where Jonathan Harker comes over and Dracula, you know, starts to drain him and regain his, his youth. Then the second party goes to London, and he uh, um, they haven't gotten any farther than that. But apparently, everybody says the third episode just blows. And I'm like, why? Nobody will tell me. Uh, well, you got to watch it. Yeah, I've know. i actually, know,
0: actually I... seen the exact same comments all over Facebook, and I do not understand. i was like, why? I'm like, Just watch it. Like, not tell me why. I invest like, like... like six hours into this, and I hate it. I'm coming for you. <laughs>
1: exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad that you spoil it, because I know the source material. You, you can't spoil Well, like, I mean, the, other, the, the other
0: thing, too, is, is, you know, like I, I like to tell people, like, man, I watched all of Smallville, so I can watch anything.
1: Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, speaking of Smallville and the CW, I am I have not watched the last two episodes of the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, we'll talk about that next week, I guess.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah,
1: I have not watched the
0: rest of the Mandalorian, but I have managed to watch all of that, and also I was before we started recording watching the first episode of supergirl that takes place after the crisis so everything's all different uh, and weird so
1: yeah rachel rachel makes fun of me she's like oh you want to you want to watch supergirl i'm like no nah, I, I gotta watch these other shows before i watch that one she's like why i was like well i don't know what's going on because there's a big crossover and she's like like she's making the joke that i just want to see her in the tights which i get but i'm trying to." And it is also true right yeah i'm not but like that's, that's not, not i'm thing. not gonna i'm not gonna uh, sacrifice the Order the story for that, right? But like uh, the rest of us in the nerdery, we gotta we gotta catch up with the story here, and gotta get it get in the right order. You know, you know, As I push my glasses up on my nose,
0: it it really hit me. Um, I really do think there are moments in those CW shows where in the writers' room they're just like, ah, ah, fuck it, <laughs> this is what's happening. And oh yeah, we got we got to get the fuck out of here. I'm hungry because, but like, and then like, there are points where the dialogue is so bad. I mean, it, but it's it's not like poorly written it's intentionally written to be corny like it it, it, it reads like Silver Age comic dialogue it's really funny it's exactly and it's and exactly it's, it, and it is so cringy but God damn it if I oh that's sweet sweet poison I love it
1: well there was the one the last one I watched uh, is I think there's uh, the this crisis of infinite Earth excuse me <laughs> crossover is five episodes Not uh long.
0: yes and uh, if you haven't seen the last two that would have been the one where uh, Lex comes back
1: yeah, so like like there's the first three and then we came to the new year and there were like two more. Uh, I haven't seen the last two. But uh like in like one of the one of the first three I saw, like they're just like, Well, we've gotta come up with the paragons of virtue and courage and all this stuff. And, like, they spend an episode searching for him, and then they just go back to home base and, like, list off how everybody in the room is a paragon of whatever yes, now. Yes, yes, yeah.
0: it, was, it was so stupid. I thought yeah. that, too. I was like, well, that's pretty convenient. You could have just said that an hour ago. All
1: but right, right, then, right.
0: then you wouldn't have had to go and kill fucking other, that other <laughs> yeah. bat fucking
1: kill Kevin Conroy, Batman.
0: You motherfuckers.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. They just list that shit off everybody in the room, like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. All right, off we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I guess, I guess they called lunch and everybody went to fucking, yeah. <laughs>
0: There's like a post-it somewhere they missed. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> you
1: know? oh, yeah. No, yeah, those CW shows are fun. They're not good. Uh-huh. Uh, don't don't hate on us. They're just there's good stuff. Um, also, uh, the Outsider. Have you watched this show? T- on HBO. Oh, is that the one based off the Stephen King book? Right, right.
0: Yeah, no, I haven't. Uh, how many episodes in is the show? Three. Three. Uh, ah, no, I didn't like know it was the thing. thing.
1: The third episode, I'm sorry for everybody if you hear me snorting. I'm, like, really congested. I'm trying not to do it in the mic, but I yes. think I am. Um, production value. But, yeah, production value. If, if we hired, like, editors to come by, they would wrap that shit out, but it's just me and Shay and uh, some alcohol. Um, but, uh, no, no, yeah, uh, it's a third episode uh, aired last night, I believe, since we recorded this on Monday. Um, it's really, really good. Um, Jason Bateman stars as the uh, put upon uh, Father, and he directs it. And it's just, it's it's solid from start to finish. Rachel had not read the book either, and uh, she sat down for the first episode. She's like, wow, that was really good. And um, we watched the second episode the other night, and um, the whole thing, you know, it's not a big spoiler, like there's a Little League baseball coach who's accused of a horrendous murder with sexual overtones and cannibalism. And there's a lot of evidence that says that he did it. There's eyewitnesses, but there's like equal amount of evidence that says he was in another state. And so the you know so how was,
0: can a man be in two places at uh, once?
1: Yeah. What if he's not a man?
0: You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Hugh so yeah. Stephen
1: Hugh <laughs> Stephen King woo and you're good to go. Yeah, it's but, fun.
0: Uh, I liked it. I, I yeah. Well, it's, it's a quick read too. It's not it's not a long book.
1: Yeah, and well, Rachel Rachel had not read the. Uh, book at all. She watched the first episode, and I said, "Well, we got the second episode because they did that thing where they they shotgun two episodes, so you get into it." Yeah. And uh, so she was like, well, let's watch the other episode." And in the time it took me to get up, make us two more drinks, and sit back down, she had read the book or read the synopsis on Wikipedia. And I was like, "Well, that's just that's just dirty pool right there." Yeah. But uh, in the second episode, there's a really great scene between the detective. Um, I don't know his name. Uh, he played the bad guy in, um, uh, um, not inners Game, shit. What was the one of the VR game? Um, Ready Player One. Thank you. Thank you. He played the bad guy in, uh, Ready Player One. Um, so he's the detective. He sits down with, uh, Jason Bateman, who's the, you know, the accused father. And he's, like, very pissed off. And he's, like, really worried that this guy had, had done something to his kid as well. And so he's like, did you ever touch my kid? And there's this long soliloquy where was like, you know, I taught him how to bunt. So, and he got to be a really good bunner. So I hope I did touch him. And it's just like a total, like, I thought he was going to say something like, yeah, I did touch him. I ha- I taught him how to bunt. So I had to put my hand on his back and show him a butt. bunt. But it's like this very poignant soliloquy about how, like, I hope I did touch him. I hope I made him a better person. And I was like, fuck, I didn't see that coming at all.
0: Yeah. Have like, they, ha- have they hit any of the supernatural overtones yet?
1: There is, um, the, I don't want to say this. There's the shot of the quote unquote, you I know, mean, the, the, the tit, titler, character. Title character. Yeah. I was going to fuck that all up. Um, there's a, there's always a shot of the title character, the outsider. Yeah. The guy who's causing it. So like something will happen and the camera will just pan back a little bit and you'll see him way in the distance watching. Yeah. And it's uh it's ominous. It's not really gotten into the mechanics of the supernatural part of it, but it's 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 good. It's tastefully done. And it's just a good oh. damn show. It's just fun. Oh, oh, that's good. cool. Yeah, I, it's mean, good. Good. I mean, it's a, it, I, I mean, can see want, that. If making you want it. me to, I can send you my uh, HBO Go password for the 11th time.
0: I mean, not that you would ever do that, Justin, sir. Right. Uh, well, you know, here's the thing, though. I'll say this: I'm logged in currently, but go ahead and do it anyway, just in case.
1: <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You think I'm kidding? <laughs> it's like really, I forgot it. Yeah, no, for real. I don't know it. I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, know, I, know. I know. I know. All right. Anything else you want to say, Shay, before we get off here? Uh, uh rumor mill has it that Mechagodzilla will
0: make an appearance in the next Godzilla movie. I saw that uh, it makes my pants tight. That's all it. the check boxes right there. Um, uh, I've been watching. Uh... I mean, we
1: introduced Hollow Earth in King of Monsters. Oh, Why God. the fuck not? I
0: know not dude. I watched. I bought the King of Monsters Blu-ray on Black Friday sale for like, you know, six bucks or something and then watched it the other day. And I had fucking forgotten how ridiculously fun that movie is. Uh, oh, yeah, A lot of people give it shit, but there's so many deep cuts to the Japanese movies. It's even like right down to the music. It's fucking cool as hell.
1: Oh yeah. And once you get to the end, it really does accelerate into this ridiculous winds, like whirlwind of just like they, okay. So like at the end of that movie, Godzilla's kind of got his ass whipped. He's like mm-hmm. laying beside his ancient he's laying in his ancient tomb, soaking up the deep radiation of the earth. They detonate a bomb on his forehead to give him more energy. We don't know how that went. Same time they decide that, uh what is it? Um Oh uh Geecher? I'm saying uh, King Ghidorah, Monster Zero. thank you. Monster Zero. That's what I was thinking about. They they uh d- decide Well, he's just a fucking alien. Yeah, which is—I
0: I mean—he is an alien in the old the uh, the old right. Shawa series. They introduced he the, a meteor fell to Earth and he came out of it.
1: Right. So well, yeah. So in this telling, they're just like, "Hey, guess what? Um, he's fucking alien." I'm like, all right. And uh, then all the other ones serve him, and then he goes and uh, the chick from uh, Mill Bobby Brown, the uh, mm-hmm. star from Stranger Things, uh, sets up a radio in uh, Boston's uh, baseball field. Uh, shit goes sideways, and uh, Godzilla just like uh, kills everything. It's awesome.
0: Yeah, it it gets pretty uh pretty. like bananas. thirty minutes.
1: It's just like there's so much shit they packed in there. Um, did you see the clip? Speaking of uh, Godzilla versus King Kong, did you see the clip they put out at? I uh, want some kind of. Um, I don't think it was Comic Con, but it shows a Godzilla as big as. I'm sorry, a King, King Kong. As yeah. Big as, yeah. And he's like rare, like he's leaping off of a building rare and they give him a good old sock in the face. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, this would be great.
0: Yeah. I, they uh, got a team
1: together to, to defeat Mechagodzilla and I'm here for it. Um,
0: I, uh, yeah, I, I would be super into that. I want to know how they do it because there's a bunch of goofy, um, there's a bunch of goofy ways. There's one Godzilla movie where they build Mechagodzilla around uh the original godzilla's from 54's bones and then i remember that one and then when it hears the new godzilla roar it awakens air quotes dna memory and it just starts fucking everything up like those movies are so much fun they're so silly um i know toho is supposed to start making new ones again and i would fucking love to see a guy in a rubber suit again that would be great I'm about to, I'm, I want to pull the trigger on this Criterion collection of the first, all the movies from 54 to 75. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah.
1: I'm here for it. It's good stuff. Not going to lie. All right, everybody. Uh, well, thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoy it. We enjoy doing it. I get to see my brother's face. Shay, Shay says I miss his face.
0: You miss my face. You wanna kiss it.
1: That is a negative Ghost rider <laughs> uh, It's full. Uh um if you've got a question, comment, or uh something you think Shay and I missed, talked about, uh misrepresented, give us a shout. Um uh, you can hit us up at Twitter, uh at Woodscast Seventy uh, Seven at Woodscast seventeen seventy-six and same thing Facebook at Woodscast seventeen seventy six and you can shoot us an email any time of the day or night. At thewoodscast1776 at gmail.com. You should be able to find this podcast anywhere you find your podcasts. Uh, but you're listening to it, so you fucking found it. Good on you. Yeah, Good on you. So, uh, Shay, say goodbye to nice people, and always remember, Hydra says, seize, seize the, means the means of, of production. production.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Seize
1: them. Seize them. Take them. Make them yours.